Ready, set, go! This is the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Tune into our weekly radio show. For more information, go to CheckpointRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Nate Bender, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan. Checkpoint Reach. Hey, welcome to the Checkpoint Podcast on the Westwood One Podcast Network. Everyone's listening. Exclusive, uncensored, and extended conversations from the nationally syndicated crew of the Checkpoint Radio Show. My name's Nate Bender. I'm joined by the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis. What up? Norris Howard. So much talking. And over at the Checkpoint News Desk, Joe Sloan. Check a look. So, a uh, couple of things before we get started here, right off the bat. Got some uh, housekeeping to got do. Some ho- yeah, exactly. So, uh, last couple of episodes uh, have obviously been from the road. Those have been necessitated because we've been doing a lot of traveling lately. You what guys you do got- when you hit the big time. Yeah, you guys got to hear the terminal cast and then the layover I, I cast. I was listening to that. That was really good. I really liked that. I mean, despite the fact that you, both you and Robbie were like, oh, yeah, Nate's totally going to put himself first. Uh, <laughs> it, I, I said before you guys left, it was going to go in chronological order. So do you remember that? Good no, job listening to no, me. He just tried to troll. You know, us. it's OK. I don't feel bad about it because at least we actually talked about something with substance. Well, not even just that. It doesn't matter because what you did was you played yourself because now the first voice everybody hears is me. <laughs> For one show, yeah. It doesn't matter. For the layover for, cast. For it's one brilliant. episode. I, I'm pretty pretty comfortable with that, it's actually. Um, <laughs> You'll live. Anyone got to take a small victories, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, so welcome to the podcast. Um, uh, so, first of all, uh, normally this show is recorded on Wednesdays when we record the national show uh, for Checkpoint. Not anymore. No, no longer. It is now going to be every Friday yep. live here at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio we invite you to join um but uh it is actually going to be preceded by checkpoint daily oh yeah which is something that i think we're all really excited about it's happening yeah we we've been waiting for the chance to like so we've loved doing checkpoint the way it's been for the last couple years it's been fun but the problem with uh the national show is that very rigid. It's very rigid. We have, well, there's a lot to talk about. Right, exactly. We have a week's worth of esports news and gaming yeah. news that we have to cram into a two-hour two hour show. And yeah. not even a two-hour show. It's a 12... It's Yeah, it's what, 48 Topics minutes an hour? Topics that we could argue 45 minutes for have to be talked about for like 9 to 12 minutes. Exactly. Right. And so what we wanted to do is a show that could be a little bit more loose, well, like a little bit more... And that we can also do a little bit more bullshitting in, because let's be honest, we're all really good at that, and it's a lot of fun. So well, we, we've all made a career on it. It, it it gives people an opportunity to get to know us and our style of humor a little bit better. Um, you know, that's one of the things that we haven't really gotten to inject enough of into the show is the humor. You know, like on Limit Break Radio, we used to, uh, well, we still do, like a ton of bits. Yeah, yeah so there were more bits on yeah, the show. Yeah, and, and speaking of bits, uh, again, we are doing... Good segue! Oh, you see that? It's almost well like you're a professional. Done. Speaking of... Speaking of bits, uh, right now we are uh, doing a sub-goal, but... 
if you donate a thousand bits this week, and well, we 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 had done this uh, during the show, but uh, this week during the streams, if you donate a thousand bits, you can give an up or down vote on whether or not I should give a, or I should get a tattoo. Ballin'. So a thousand uh, bits gets you the buy-in, and uh, just send a, a you know private message to the channel up or down vote. So so Rick gets a vote because he just subbed. Well, there you go, I, Rick. You, you know, I actually think that might be Rick's first real sub because everything, oh, really? everything else has been like gift subs and stuff. Yeah. I think oh, so. All right. I think so, yeah. Okay. All Rick, right. Yay or nay? Well, because it says four months in a row. I, I don't know if you can... I know Dark Flux subbed him at least one of those. Ones, okay. So. All right. Tallison's well, probably done it before, too. Yeah. Well, Rick, yay or nay? Should Nate get a tattoo? That's right. You have to whisper. That's the pertinent question. Checkpoint That's radio. true. And then next... And, and then <laughs> Not true, he says. All right, my bad. Talk <laughs> bullshit. For the, for the next, uh, for the next uh, national show... Uh, there, uh, maybe not for the next next one, but for an upcoming uh, you know stream for the national show, we'll have a couple of images for you guys to choose between, and uh, we'll we'll have uh, voting all over again. So just so you know, uh, that's uh, something that we got going on right here over at Twitch.tv/slash Checkpoint Radio. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you follow so that you can join us when we go live Wednesdays and now every single day, Monday through Friday. For Checkpoint Daily And again that's something that we're super excited about Along with Checkpoint Daily We're going to actually be expanding Our podcast repertoire Right now Our our current podcast schedule consists of Of course the uh, Gaming and esports news segments That that's get right. uploaded every week yep. There's this very show and of course We've got your guys' Overwatch talk show Low Team Damage That's right. But we're going to be adding more Shows to that list we don't have anything to announce just yet because we've got to think of uh, show names. Names. Which we are really bad specifically at bad at. We've yeah. always been so bad at We are uniquely terrible at it. Uh, naming shows is one of the hardest things that, like... I think the only the only one that was done easily and swiftly was our original... You know, what originally started all of this happened, and that was Limit Break Radio. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, uh, Final I, Encounter cast was a bear and oh, was still was. a terrible name. It never, it never was a good name. Yeah. Checkpoint uh, was a long... There was all discussion. discussion. And it yeah. was almost the button mashers. Which I still think wasn't the no, worst choice. No, that's so bad. Could you imagine having all the like big meetings and stuff that we've been having recently? Button as mashers the radio. Button mashers. Come oh. on. No, hey, no. It's way cooler. No, well, Norris, Norris should do a fighting game show called the button mashers. I agree that no. Checkpoint <laughs> is cooler, but to underscore <laughs> that point, while we were out at UCI, we met a guy who does the Checkpoint podcast or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but here's the thing nate i i, I agree that Y'all button mashers would be C&D? uniquely ours but no, there's no, no, a reason no, no. it would be uniquely no, ours no 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 yanni hit that guy with a c and d immediately uh and actually it wouldn't have been that unique because we looked up do you know a lawyer that rides like around with you in buses like do you do you know a lawyer that you could call in that instant you can call yeah. lee free i hear fuck that on the air all the time fuck off norris fuck go. off legalzoom.com baby oh jesus <laughs> anyway anyway um so uh so yeah uh we're gonna be expanding our content here 
here at uh, at Checkpoint as a in conjunction actually with Beasley XP. Um, so uh, we'll have more information about that over at our website checkpointradio.com. You can actually check out checkpointradio.com for some more information about Checkpoint Daily. We hope that you will join us live here at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. But in case you can't, we will have an on demand option at our website over at checkpointradio.com. So uh, you can listen to uh, Checkpoint every single day. One of the things that we're going to be doing on the Daily Show is we're going to be doing a news segment every single day. Yep. Um, so it'll be a good way for you guys to be able to keep up on the news. One of the other significant changes uh, that we're making is actually occurring on this podcast. Um, we used to do, you know, like go back and and do a review of this week's episode. Uh, we're no longer going to do that. that no you know more. what? We, we've heard enough comments. Hey, the like, the podcast is great, but the review segment's a bit superfluous. We don't really care. You know, now okay. now we're getting, not, and now not, we're not that, and not all of those notes came from corporate either. No, only right. about eighty percent of them. Except right. now we'll get reviews on our multiple uh, 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 podcast things that are like, "Why'd you guys stop doing the show review? I really like." Uh, of that. course, yeah, oh, of yeah. course. Yeah. But, but the thing happens, is, yeah. is that with Checkpoint Daily now, it'll be a lot easier for you guys to keep up with everything throughout the week. So it would make the weekly recap. Cap a little bit redundant right so, so so we asked ourselves you know okay if we're going to be doing this show on friday um you know we're no longer going to be doing the episode review what's something that we could do that would actually really be functionally you know appropriate useful. yeah Especially useful we're doing it on friday yeah we decided video game jeopardy no, no. well i mean hold on fun. tight that might be a segment <laughs> in the future but we thought why not a look forward to the esports weekend? Yeah, I think that's a great idea. Um, so yeah, we're going to be previewing uh, what you know matches, tournaments, uh, etc. You could be looking forward to watching mm-hmm. over the weekend, and then you can check back in with us on Monday where we recap all the all of the action from uh, the previous weekend. That's so, right. Um, yeah, it, it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. So uh, again, Checkpoint Daily Friday. It's going to be back to back Checkpoint Daily followed by. The Checkpoint Podcast. That's all here at CheckpointRadio.com and Twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. We're super excited to be able to have this opportunity to expand our content with you guys. And uh, hopefully you guys will be along for the ride. Um, you know, share the link out. Uh, the, the more subs that we get, the more emotes that we get, the more interactive we can be. Um, and and speaking of being interactive, the, the you know, the last thing to kind of note that we're going to be doing on checkpoint daily is we're going to be taking calls um we're going to do uh we're we're going to do uh text to speech on yep. our donations so the show is going to be inherently more interactive um, so yeah. the the product you see on monday is going to be different than what you're used to with us definitely yes. if you, if you've heard some of our old stuff our stuff from shows past you have an idea sort of, of what's, yeah. what's coming, but right. a little cleaner. We we <laughs> the 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 text donations uh, are something that I've wanted to do for a while. But yeah. you can't do it for the national show. Well, no, it just know, doesn't make sense. Eh, if if we if we do it enough on the Daily Show, where people a good come to be come to expect it, and we find out, okay, it, it, it we we've set it to a way, uh, uh, you know, we've set it to be FCC compliant as well. Yeah. Um, 
Um, There's that too. I think I think we could get away with it on the national show. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. I mean, we would have to explain it uh, a few you know. times, but eventually yeah. it would become one of those on-air bits. That everyone just knows what's happening. Dude, I could imagine, man, that becoming like a thing. Yeah, like that that could be easily be the new drop board. Uh, oh no! I mean, well, pe- people on other shows have absolutely loved it. You get to add your voice to the discussion. Not literally. just that. Not just that. I mean, we could set different amounts to trigger different audio drops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do true. that. We could, we could that. have it. We could have it do balling no matter what. That's right. As soon as you donate, you balling. get hit but, with the ball. But even ball. better than that, even better than that, you know, you could do fifteen hundred gets you a balling, but two thousand gets you. I don't Can know. I just blow your mind. There you go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and having that breakdown of like the different the the different drops that you can fire and the different amounts that it costs. It's beautiful. Dude, oh. I actually love this idea. Yeah. Mm. Okay. So here's the thing. We got to figure this out for for Monday. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it we'll on. Talk about we'll it. Yeah. talk about we'll it talk in about the it. office on Monday. Yeah. That's another cool thing that we can say that you know. We'll just do it in we'll the office. Do, yeah. By the way, isn't that nice? Just yeah, literally being like, is. like, okay, I gotta find some time to cram it in on Sunday night yes. before I go to work in the morning. Right? Oh wait, no, I'll do it when I'll I'm at work in the work morning. In the morning. <laughs> it's wonderful. Yeah. Jester Fox is a great idea. He says checkpoints version of limit breaking music. Mm. Oh, why not? I mean, we kind of have named that ship tune, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's that's no reason close. we can't yeah. do checkpoint music. There's that's no true. reason that can't exist. Not at all. Right? We have to uh, appreciate you know, some well-made fan me- uh, renditions. Me- music aficionados in the uh, room here anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I that, so. I mean, that may or may not be the theme of one of the shows. May or may not be. May or we may can't not. say anything, though, guys. Cannot confirm. Cor- Cor- corporate yep. won't allow us to say anything. That's right. That's right. But maybe, I don't know, a couple of bits might loosen our lips. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. Maybe. Um, <laughs> or a few sub points. <laughs> That's basically what that was. Yeah, right? But, no, but checkpoint music, I mean, I mean, limit breaking music was a loved segment, a beloved segment. Yes, mm-hmm. there's, I, I absolutely think we need to bring it over. I, I, I totally agree with you. Yep, totally agree with you. Um, so many irons in the fire at yes. checkpoint, if you guys can't tell. So, but the biggest thing is, is that this is y'all fault. This is all you guys. Yeah, you fault. guys, you guys did this. If right? you wanted less of us, boy, did you go the wrong you way? Guys that one failed totally. Um, so, speaking of uh, of which, uh, you know, we had challenged our uh, podcast listeners to leave us uh, ninety reviews inside of two years, which uh, we're now sitting at hundred and eleven iTunes reviews. All right. So, thank you, first of all. We appreciate uh, all of the the feedback and the the wonderful reviews. You guys are uh, are, are really awesome. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, yes, there was a caveat to that challenge. If they accomplished it, that's what I was getting at. Because yeah. well, I, see, I'm, in a I'm couple worried. of weeks, in just a couple of short weeks, we are going to be facing down Halloween. And in right. fact, we've got a national show that we've got to record on, on Halloween. Halloween. That's true. Perfect. That yep. lines up so perfectly. Does. So does that mean we're going to see the Bubsy cosplay? We, we are going to try. That's the right time to do it. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent. Yeah. So actually, actually, to uh, uh, if you're listening live or if you're not, then you know, too bad. But uh, tomorrow, <laughs> which is Saturday, we're going to try and get out to the Halloween USA. Yeah. Uh, you know, I still have a bunch of shopping to do for my new place, which I'm sure we'll mention here in a second too. So if you it just doesn't, did. yeah, if it doesn't happen tomorrow, you you did say you already have the 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 Monday Daily Show all done and ready to go. Maybe we'll like uh, take a lunch. And zip out to Halloween USA. Yeah, either. But, either uh, I, I mean, I'm ready to go whenever you are. Because, and what I wanted to specify here is 
My agreement was that I would wear a Bubsy cosplay, right. Right. not make one. Right. I'm aware. No, no, no. We're aware. Aware. Okay. We understand the, that. The I, making I, is, is up I, to others, yes. I, I, I okay, think but after go, you see what you're going to end up wearing, you probably would have wished you had some <laughs> uh, some fingers into the making of it. But, but but here's the thing. So now, okay, so we we now do the national show on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast is recorded on a Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that just means that you're going to have to wear the Bubsy cosplay for two days at least. I think so. So as well. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. As yeah. long as it holds together for two days. Well, we, we might have to reapply some makeup. Yeah, on the, on the, we can. Yeah, we can help I'm not you out. wear sheep makeup for two days. Uh, we, we uh, uh, you know, I, I think there's enough Cheeto dust and spirit gum lying around in the office that we can uh, make it work. We can make it work. I mean, probably. Mm-hmm. However, yeah. I am going to go home and shower when oh, I'm done. Oh, man, you know I what? I think he should probably have to come to the office in it as well. I think so, too. I agree. Yeah. I agree. I Thought that was the plan. Okay, good. Yeah, so so we'll show up when we when we show up Wednesday morning on Halloween, right? I'll obviously have the costume and stuff. We'll we'll do a live stream of us preparing or me preparing you for the day, getting there you into the costume, right? There you go. And we, we just make don't whole... go into the office on Wednesdays. What's that? We typically don't go into the office on Wednesdays. Well, we come here. Going to make an exception. This I guess Wednesday. we'll yeah. I guess yeah. we'll make an exception. Well, we do it on Friday because <laughs> we do go in on Fridays, <sighs> both days. But no. Wednesday is Halloween. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's you, right. So you and, and, you go, ha- and you have asshole. to have it on for the national show. Yeah, absolutely. No, totally. Yeah. I agree. Right. Anyway, getting back to the point. That's right. You want to read an iTunes review? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah let's do an right. iTunes review. I can't remember the last one that we read. Well, we have at least new, eleven new ones, right? Yeah, so we're, we just broke a hundred. I, I guess last start time from the check. top. Uh, well, I, well, I was going to start with the one star review. Absolutely, Ooh, do the one star review. I love the By one the way, stars. I love that all of our reviews are five or one star. And I love, love it. It's hey, so rare that we get the, four. And I love that the, the one part. star reviews. I'm like, you know what? We don't want you to listen to our show anyway. Here's the beautiful part about it, right? Is that a one star is like abject hatred. Yes. Right? And five you know star is great admiration. That's, I don't want three stars. I don't want. I don't want three stars. It's the same prospect that WWE thrives on. Yep. You can be loved or you or can hated. be hated, but you, they cannot be apathetic. Hey, Square Enix, FF14, take note. Nah. There you go. That was kind of a personal shot. It was. <laughs> Whatever. Man. There was some. I do venom. a daily show. There was some venom behind that. So uh, unsure of if we have read this or not. Okay. But because uh, it came, it came in to be fair, September twenty sixth. So oh, I think we might have. I'll read let it. you know then. We did read a one star last time. We from, have had a one star before from Atari Texas. No, no, that, oh, that's sounds, new. That sounds Wait, new. Atari Texas. That's I think that's someone who's in our Twitch chat usually. Uh, maybe I don't know, but I, I feel like the last critical review we read was from Yup Stuff, who said eh, it's okay. That guy, that right? one was great. That yes, one, I remember. Yes, that I one. think that was the was the last n- uh, critical well, review. He just we said read. Robbie just repeats everybody. Uh, the, the last really critical review was about our our political agenda on our show. Well, that's what this says. Is, oh, uh, maybe this, we did read this. This then. show is more about pushing their personal agendas than actually games. Uh, this is why good podcasts do well. Why others flounder when they don't stick to the topics? What? I, I got, I got, I got bad news for you, Texas. Our, our show's doing about as well as you can do in podcasting. Yeah, Kinda, yeah. Yep. Here's the other great part about it. We're part of we're part of a podcast network that is you know bringing in ten million dollars worth of revenue. Not just that. We, we just got you know purchased by Beasley XP. I mean, not just that. 
<laughs> he's really gonna hate today's show. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Failing yeah. radio show. I'm sure he unsubscribed as if that's a thing that can really scare us. Well, guess what? You reviewed, which means it still counts to our engagement. That's yep. right. So thank you. Oh, you dragged our average down by a quarter of a star. If that. I love the one-star reviews. I know. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank uh, you, Atari Texas. Thanks, yeah, Atari Texas. Go. Can we uh, also read a sensible review? Sure. Uh, do you want to... This is from Colton. Do you want to oh! read it? Do you want to read it? I can't really see it from over here. So oh, is that your fucking gonna boyfriend? That's, that's, that's one of my boys, yeah. Really? Right. Oh, you can't the, see no, it from there? Do you not remember the conversation we had last week about me needing glasses? Why don't you use your one good eye, then? Still too far away. God <laughs> damn it. You read it. Fine. Uh, Colton uh, says, uh, I listen to these fine fellows on my Android device, and apparently you can't leave reviews on there. So I have downloaded iTunes (laughs) on my computer just to give this a five-star review because these guys deserve it. I love this show and can't wait for more. Hell yes. Colton, you, on the other hand, will love today's show. He did not like the one where we trashed the arrow, though. He didn't like that one. Do Uh, do we want one more? Yeah. yeah. We're on a roll. All right. So this one's from Mike Hama. says, uh, old friends, I've been listening to these knuckleheads for years through all of the different shows they've done. No matter what subject matter they are covering, it's always a good time. I don't even watch Overwatch, but every time the show feed uh, comes up, I can't wait to listen. Uh, I am really happy that they're finally starting to get the success that they deserve. Keep up the good work, and I'll keep listening. Oh, that was a nice review. That's awesome. Uh Thank you, Mike. That was a very very nice review. Suck it, Atari Texas. Yeah. Apparently in the chat, because that gentleman was named Atari Texas, people are naming game systems (laughs) with states. (laughs) Neo Geo Connecticut. I like it. Neo Geo Connecticut. Oh, Sega 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 West West Virginia. Virginia. That actually sounds like a that place. Sounds that sounds like that actually, yeah. I would believe that exists. PlayStation Wyoming? <laughs> what no, would, that's what would Michigan be? Um, oh, but oh, clearly. Power Glove Michigan. Uh, Power Glove. Maybe. I mean, it's Power not really Glove a Michigan. system. Yeah, that's not. Yeah. The Virtual Boy. <laughs> the virtual, <laughs> virtual Boy Michigan? No, 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 no. Dreamcast Michigan. You think? Dreamcast Michigan. Maybe. Dreamcast Michigan. That sounds like it would be out of a pure Michigan commercial. Dreamcast Michigan. Can't you hear Tim Allen saying yeah. it now? Dreamcast yeah. So come on Michigan. down to Dreamcast. Yeah, There it is. Well, we're ahead of our time. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Dreamcast Michigan. Outstanding. Oh, man. I love it. Oh, boy. Uh, thank you for the reviews, guys. Uh, we uh, we really appreciate it. Hopefully, Keep them coming. Hopefully, you will uh, enjoy the new uh, adjustments to the show. And if you don't, too bad. Yeah, suck it. <laughs> we don't really care. Uh, so, what are we talking about this week? I kind of forgot. Uh, we're talking about Ubisoft. Oh, we're talking about Ubisoft because they. Right. Uh, uh, hey, man, Ubisoft just got back in my good graces. Oh, well, yeah. Here's yeah. the thing. This didn't even take them out of my good graces. I'm just like you. Just confused. I'm just confused. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. It's, it's, right, it's, right. it's wholly inconsistent with, uh, with ever, them. Everything that I know about that. Before company. I go ahead and explain it, then you, you just said that you're, you're having a lot of fun with the new Assassin's Creed Odyssey game, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you, on a scale of one to ten, one being you know like non-political, and then ten being a pretty political game? Yeah. How would you rate the politics of that game? Hmm. 
Honestly, Odyssey, no, not not that much. No, I give it a five or six. Well, I would have said higher because it's Greece, and I mean, I, I guess I guess I that's mean, not you too deal bad. with it, but not really. Okay, you fair just enough. pretty much instead of doing the political part, you just kill people. <laughs> well, well um, it's getting more modern political. Yeah, well, uh, uh, specifically though, uh, this came from uh, Ubisoft's uh, COO Elf uh, Condalias. At the Sweden Elf Game Condor. Con- <laughs> <laughs> That's a real name, Elf. Elf, that sounds Elf like, Condelius. That, that sounds like a city in like Or maybe Condelius. I don't know, but his first name is definitely Elf. Uh, I'm just picturing a very short Condoleezza Rice in my head. Yeah. I don't know why. But it's very uh, weird. at this uh, Sweden game conference, he he basically said that he that they think politics are are bad for business. And uh, let me give you a, a, a quote right here, specifically with the okay. Division Two. He says, so for example. Uh, in the division, it's a dystopian future. There's a lot of interpretation that it's something that we see with the current society moving towards it, but it's not. It's fantasy. And he says, we cannot be openly political in our games. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. I, all right. All right. For, for, no, for, no, 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 no. Here's, here's, no. here's what I'll say. Because I, I probably, I, th- I would say I played the most Ubisoft games out of everybody. Most likely. Probably. Yeah. So I play I, I play quite a few, too. Yeah, I know you play like Far Cry and stuff. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm just saying. So I play through the Division, Far Cry, all the Assassin's Creed series. Yeah, pretty much most of their minor stuff. So Mario versus Rabbids. N- no, and I don't want to. <laughs> That's fair. But the thing is, is that it's not that what they put in their game is overtly political, as say Hideo Kojima, right? Sure. There's a very obvious political stance he takes with his. I mean, his games. Yes. Right? uh, Okay, yeah. Hold on. Yeah. But what they cover in and of itself is a political idea. So, like, the division is based around a pandemic, right? Mm -hmm. And most of it is the government's response to that pandemic. You're a government agent. Right. And people react to you like, what? You're a sleeper cell? And that was in our own country and da da da. Like, people in the game react to you that way. Okay, mm-hmm. so so I think what you're trying to say is, in Hideo Kojima's games, he has a political idea that he's actually putting forth. Yeah. Whereas with Ubisoft's games, sure, they have... There's political stuff to them, but Ubisoft themselves aren't saying this is our well, politics. Well, Hideo Kojima's not putting forth a political idea. He's reporting from the future. Yeah. He's that's, a time yeah, traveler, that's, and that's, he's that's, reporting from the future. That's okay. the first That's the first thing. <laughs> that's the first thing, guys. That, that's the first thing, because, it, I mean, it, dude, the, he, made, he made a character in one of his games say, make America great again, like, five, five years. years. Senator Armstrong? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah. He sure did. It, it is fucking eerie. It's creepy. Nano machines, huh? Between that and what what he called in Metal Gear Solid Two, it is very eerie. With memes, yes. The fact that he was using the term memes, yes. And and you know you kind of I mean at that point you have to wonder is that art imitating life? Did he breathe that into the fact existence? Post nine eleven, here comes Blackwater, and he was talking about <laughs> private military companies. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. No, the man's a time traveler. Maybe he is. That, that's he might be. The only Maybe, he is. Point. Maybe but, he is. So, but there's a, so Oh, my a, God. So what is Death Stranding going to be? Oh. Yeah. That's that, after. No, that's, that's after the, everything. is. That's the time he's from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was making a game based on his... Yeah. He's yeah. trying to that's warn us. This is what he's trying... Yeah, what we were trying Beautiful. to avoid. Beautiful. Um Anyway, so uh, yeah, because we haven't we haven't seen the nano machine apocalypse yet, because that still has to. Yeah, we got time. 
Um, Maybe. But uh, but anyway, so uh, the difference there is, though, is that Hideo Kojima is an auteur, right? He can make a game with an inherently political message because it, it like every every Metal Gear Solid game is a Hideo Kojima game. Yeah. Ubisoft is a company, and while Ubisoft may have politics that run that company or dictate the internal decisions of that company, yeah. I think what the statement they're trying to say is, is that, listen, you can you can try to extrapolate that this is Trump land all you want for the Division 2, we're never going to say it. That may have even been the artistic intention right. that that was that the creators have. And that's we're what, never going to put the letters T-R-U-M-P on anything we ever make. Right. And it's on you to kind of figure well, it out. And, that's and if, of, that's, yeah. if that's what they're saying, if that's their statement, I'm fine with that. No, and, and that's what I think that's what I think they were saying, but in the same breath, I feel like their best games is when they got as close as they possibly could to those statements and just walked it right to the edge. I mean, As- Assassin's Creed 3. 2. Uh, it was well, 2. 2. 2 before. I know what you're saying with 3. But uh, Well, I, I just think more people would have context for 3 because more people... Well, I'm, I'm just in... In America. In America. Have more context for 3 because but it's here's the our thing. country's history. They started really doing it in Assassin's Creed 2 uh, no, I, when you they found did all it the in hidden... 1. No, no, no. But specifically when you found... Uh, all the hidden graffiti things yeah. in Assassin's Creed 2. And it proceeded to break down, like, the very concept of organized religion and, you know, political movements, Dude, industrial don't, movements. Don't forget when Assassin's Creed 1 came out at the height of, of uh, Islamophobia oh, in yeah, America. And they made, and they made the and they said it in the Arab guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they've always kind of had the, the balls to do things like that. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I respect those decisions. It's just I, I I don't understand why they're they seem to be walking it back so publicly publicly. Is it, who, is it, who specifically was this quote from? Like, what's his title? The COO. The COO. Yeah. Alf. I, see, but I feel like the, the chief operations officer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, yeah, yeah. but with the with the COO really know something See, because like here's the thing and this is something that i've always liked about ubisoft games is what what's that message it gives you at the beginning of every single one is that this, this game, game is made, made by a bunch of people of various genders religions whatever politics, which, 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 blah blah blah, blah yeah, all you, of that stuff you can discern the politics That's right. right there and they, do not tell yeah, me there you go that yeah. a game like far cry 5 was not no but political nate, but nate hit the nail on the head the very Con, the, the very idea that they put that message at the beginning of all of yeah. their games is indicative of where their politics oh, is. Right. And 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 again, I, I feel like this statement is more like, yeah, we will make Far Cry 5. We will never na- name that main character Fred Phelps. Right. Like, right. Because clearly that's who, where it drew inspiration from. But we're never going to outright say it. It's not right. going to be that obvious of a political statement. But if you're if you can read subtext, it's pretty obvious what's going on. Now, here, here's, you know? here's what I think he is saying and i think this is why people there was a backlash and why i think people had a strong reaction to it is that people feel this over this overwhelming concept to take 
sides politically, at least in the United States. And, and it's growing across the world. Yeah. There's a lot of lines being drawn and fences being put up and people saying, pick a side. And this that's really the danger of a of of a only bipartisan, only, you know, two tier dichotomy. Well, yeah, but I mean, even stuff like that is is spreading throughout the world, even no, in places I, yeah, that have no. part parliamentary uh governments but it seems it seems to be a symptom of democracy yeah yeah you actually you're right but the thing is is that i think what ubisoft was trying to say here is that we're not trying to pick a side of that thing right and that's fine overtly pick a side and i'm fine with that i'm okay with and and as a company as a multinational that's pretty intelligent. Well, yeah. Okay, so and they're allowed to make that choice. Yes. If I'm understanding what you guys are getting at, you're saying that their suggestion is we're not on one side of the political spectrum. We're just going to tell the stories that we want to tell. But the, but see, but what I'm saying is is that the statement I know what they were saying, but the statement was still a little bit disingenuous because based off the kind of games that when, they made. Well, when you actually go through and read the rest of the story, you're right, because he does break it down a lot more. And essentially what it comes down to is we want both people on the right and the left to look at our game and want to play it. Right? And we don't want to have something that have something We don't necessarily want to alienate any one side. And that's fine, too. Sure. Right. But when you see the headlines, which is just Ubisoft says politics don't belong in games. And then you look at their games. And, and, and there are a like, lot of people what? out there, by the way. First of all, there are a lot of people out there who will just read a headline and yeah. be like, oh, Ubisoft doesn't like politics now. Good. I'm going to go play their games because I don't like politics and games either. Well, they're going to be really surprised when they end up picking up Far Cry 5. They, they're they going to be really surprised when they pick up any Ubisoft game. It's I true. mean, think about it no, like no, this. You're right. if, if, you're, if you're somebody who is very religious, right? Yes. If you're in, in, in America, people who are religious tend to skew either moderate or leaning right, yeah. usually, in, in our experience. Sure. Uh, there's a lot of religious people on the left, but in our... Sure. You guys get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing, is that if you were to play through an Assassin's Creed game, and you saw how they referenced Christ or Jesus, you would be really upset it would be tantamount to blasphemy to you. Mm -hmm. And I can see how that would make you uncomfortable. And I'm not necessarily saying that is quote-unquote political, but when I'm a head of a multinational and I say politics are bad for business, I'm talking about that, but I didn't take it out of my game. Right. So that's why I say it's a disingenuous statement. A couple couple of... I want to contrast that because uh, 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 Skuro in our chat... I almost called him Trash Panda TV. But (laughs) Skuro in our chat brought up a really good comparison. You know, when you look at how Bethesda responded to the criticism of Wolfenstein 2, you know, like... You can choose a side. And to uh, Death Cloud's point, uh, who says it's actually probably better to choose a side. But that's a recent phenomenon. That That is a recent phenomenon. And 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 there's no indicator that that phenomenon will last. I don't. Yeah, I don't know the same. You want to take the same tactic with games. Well, it's a a hard comparison point because (sighs) Ubisoft is. I think inherently more of a European company. They are. That's true. Because Bethesda, which is, is. it's clearly an American yes. company. Yeah. You know, yeah. Far Cry 5 came out uh, uh, around the same time that Wolfenstein did. And in fact, when we were, were talking about topics like this on the show, we compared, uh, uh, you know, Wolfenstein and the Nazis to uh, um, Far Cry 5 and the religious zealots in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to know what the top grossing game of 2018 is? 
Far Cry Five. Really? Wow. What? No. I'm yeah, surprised. No. I'm surprised that it beat God of War. Yep. Now, yeah, I but am too. Grossing also means you know how much it cost to make. That's true. Yeah, it factors the budget and, in there too. You know, they've been using that engine for the forever. Cry Engine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. A lot that's of true. people bought it though. Yeah, uh, I still sold a ton. It. it had to. Yeah, no, no, no. A lot of people bought that, it. That's that's true. That's true. Um, but I, I just I, like I'm not sure that the same transitive property that you know something you know like Nike. Uh, can pull off exactly works to you know uh, a, a company that has really got to think it, less in decades and you know longer than that you know what I mean like yeah. It, 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 yeah like right now if you pick a side it it may seem like a really good idea but how does that end up reflecting on your company in 10 years 15 years you know you gotta, and, and you gotta, you gotta you kind gotta of do a bigger it. picture and on top of, of that and on top of that you also I, comparing any company to Nike as far as a company's political culture I think is really unfair sure. because Nike has made itself more than just a brand. It's a, I, Nike is an idea. And when I, when you become that, like Ubisoft is not an idea. Right. No. Ubisoft is Ubisoft. Right. Nike is an idea. You hear Nike instantly in your head, you think of something. Right. Right. And I think that's why it's easier for Nike to do that because it's easier for ideas to ally with other ideas. It's much harder for a company that's made of hundreds of thousands of people of varying beliefs in this, 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 that, and the third to make themselves allied to an idea. Right. Someone from someone can change Nike's branding or their positioning from the top down in the snap of a finger, right? Um, it's much harder to do with something like a video game, which is a creative project which takes, you know, thousands right. of people to, and, to assemble. It's more like a movie, right? And and there's also another thing in there, too, uh, you know, that, that I think is is kind of the underlying current of uh, of this discussion. And that's, you know, when when you're making media, you have a responsibility, depending on how large your audience is, to make responsible media. Yeah. And, how, you know, because the things that you put out there can have reverberations and can have unseen consequences. And so, you know, um, I think that there's a lot of thought that's put towards not just like, oh, how are people going to think of my company in 10 years or 15 years? But, you know, are the things that I put that I'm putting out into the world responsible and you know well, you, res- provi- responsible doesn't mean you can't be provocative that's right that's right because I'm a, we're all big fans of no Russian and everyone at that time when it came out it was like oh my god oh I can't my god right yeah. and 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 it elicited a response but it did it in a uh, you know in a semi-responsible way right there was a real emotional heart to that you compare that to something like postal you know, like a which game like Postal, which is, yeah, exactly, exactly. There is no moral heart there. Yeah. You're, you just end up peeing on Gary Coleman at some point in that game, yeah. and you don't know why, and you're just like, what am I, yeah. do, what am I and, doing? And again, what, what has my right life this, even become at this the, point? But that was the part of, of No Russian that people, and again, because of, of the nature of our media, people looked at it and they saw it for, for the surface value. Sure. So, oh my gosh, you play as a character who commits... A terrorist act, not understanding that the character you were playing was a sleeper agent for the United States government that then participated, or that, in a or that act. you had an ad, that the the player had a choice whether or not to pull the trigger. Or yeah, not. you didn't have to shoot not a person, not a single person, right? Yeah, but so you know, I I feel like it it was one of those types of things where if somebody would have just took, as Robbie said, just actually like read it 
or actually played through it yeah. to understand actually, the context. Actually, actually experience, experience it. it. Yeah. Instead it of just maybe looking up a YouTube video. That's a non-story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's a non-story. I I, I kind of agree. Uh, you know, I... I it, it, it's and and let this be kind of a lesson to to always kind of you know read the full quote and and get the full story. Oh yeah, definitely. Because I mean you know it, it, you're right, Robbie. This is a, a, a an enticing headline, but when you scratch a little bit beneath the surface, it, it's pretty obvious why they would make a statement like yeah. this. And, yeah. and I have something to say to to, to Ubisoft. At least I, I guess you know again once you read the full thing, not exactly what they're saying, but the reason that I bought Far Cry Five was because it looked inherently political. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and honestly, I still interpreted it as such. But that's why I love a lot of their games. And and you can be creative enough to be to to make something that is both political and open to interpretation, and mm-hmm. can be taken mm-hmm. multiple ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's you know, yeah, it, it takes. A lot of effort and a lot of talent, but you know but, Ubisoft but is uh, Ubisoft has made some of the greatest games in history, so I have no doubt that they can figure out how to make that work. Right? I mean, it's a great point. You can have a game that is inherently political without picking a side. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, you know, this actually reminds me uh, uh, briefly of uh, something that I saw in uh, trade chat in World of Warcraft a few weeks ago, where mm. there was a few people complaining about games that put politics in them. Right. As they're playing a game called the Battle for Azeroth, where these two factions are warring over a new resource. That sounds, I don't know, no. like, like that politics. sounds like politics. Mm. Interesting. But that's it's, a, it's, it's, as if, it's as if every conflict in human history was somehow revolved around politics. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe... It's, see, that's that's the thing, and what what you, when you hear that, that's just code for a certain type of politics or a certain type of political stance. Sounds uh, like a know, certain type here, of ignorance. To here's, me. No, no, no. I, I, here's what I think it is, and this is uh, I genuinely think it. This is just people being fatigued with how much plot they have to follow, right? Like, yeah. if, it, 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 it's very very simple. All you need is a headline. Those are the bad guys. Go kill them. Okay, cool. I got that. I understand that. Yeah. But to get They're to the heart of why those are those people are considered bad you know like when you start to again scratch underneath the layers it becomes instantly more complicated mm-hmm. and and you know like all the gaslighting that we see in 2018 is exactly that like uh, our society's kind of overdosed on information over the last 6 years as more and more people get access to high speed internet yeah. and and you know now we're finding out oh what well, you know the things that we learned in in elementary school aren't True, the way that we were taught them, you know yeah. what I mean. Um, you know, or people at thirty years old are reading story. Howard Zinn for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like, like, I, like, I, I, I honestly get exhausted with that, with that view, that like sophomoric, uh, uh, you know, poli sci major point of view of like, I just read my ho- first Howard Zinn book and now I know everything about politics. I, I'm it gets woke. exhausting. I'm woke. Exhaust. <laughs> yes. What? Well, yeah. The whole woke shit, or you know, even on the other side where people are just regurgitating Fox News talking points like both of those sides exhaust me yeah. and I get frustrated with it because it's like like you've got to cut through that layer of like cognitive dissonance to be able to have a genuine conversation with mm-hmm. people and and I, I, yeah like I get exa- I get exasperated frustrated and exhausted by it and you know then then, then people will go it's that's basically just a way of going listen I don't want to see two guys kissing in my games like fuck <laughs> off dude then don't buy the game 
Damn, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that at the end of the day, it's like I'm fundamentally uncomfortable with X and I don't want to have to be confronted with it in my entertainment. It's in- the same goddamn fight that we've been having over TVs and movies that, you know, broke back mountain or fucking great movie, by the way. Yeah, excellent movie. Or or uh what well, queer as folk or yeah. you know, any number of fucking TV shows or movies have had to break that prejudicial barrier and guess what now the people who have grown up with video games and consider that a legitimate media are now having all kinds of fights conversations and arguments over whether or not they want to be confronted with things that make them uncomfortable in the media that they fundamentally consume and guess what you shouldn't have to be put in your safe fucking space for people to enjoy media there should be as many real name there i don't i don't know what that is but you shouldn't like like honestly like why should the creator of a game have to you know connect to to your sensibilities to express what the fuck they want to express no, in the I, world i completely agree and now as a matter of fact where i remember i was in what uh, i had to be in 11th or 12th grade and i was just hanging out uh during the summertime i forgot where i was but i was at a pool or a beach i was at kensington at the beach and you know, I'm talking to one of my friends and he has this cousin, his cousin is white, he was mixed. And I'm talking to his cousin, he's just like, yeah, man, you know, I, I really, we're talking about GTA, he goes, man, Vice City was sweet. I was like, oh, you don't have San Andreas? Because, you know, San Andreas is a superior game to Vice oh, City in no. every way. Oh, no. And I'm sitting there and he literally goes like, I mean, like, I don't know, man, I just don't, I don't connect to it like that. And I'm like... What do you mean you don't connect to it? It's GT. Abort! I'm like, Abort! Yo, and I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm in 11th grade. I know where this is going, yeah, but I'm trying, you know to, I'm trying to trap him. You try, so, you're trying to get I'm, him to say I'm it, weren't you? Yeah. And so I'm sitting there. Norris, get up there. What you mean you don't connect to no, it? No, I'm saying, I'm like, what you mean you don't connect to San Andreas? That oh, you were, you, were, you were acting all innocent about it, weren't right? you? I was like, that shit is live, dog. You can you can, you can can customize all your all your uh, cars and your motorcycles. You can buy multiple houses. Like, why you don't like that shit? This shit is everything we asked for in gta he's just like you know man i just i, I don't I, I just i don't feel it i was like uh, and i straight up went to his chest i was like it's because they black <laughs> yo and look his on co- his face had his, to be cousin, his cousin turned around and he was just like hey yo i told you you was racist <laughs> 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 and I always oh, remember man. that. I always remember that. But that's the thing. Oh, it's like, dude, great. you know, I have to play in almost every video game I play a white guy. Yeah. Right? Um, at least for the past decade. Yeah, I've had what, to play it, it, it was a white guy with a buzz cut, and then it was a white, white guy, guy with, with a beard. beard. Yep, yeah. yeah, right? So, you know, not every game, but many games. Right. That doesn't stop me from being able to connect with a character. Totally. And that's the problem, is that all you have to do is try a little bit and you can connect it's, with all it, anyone. It's empathy. That's all yeah. it is, is empathy. And 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 games uniquely bring out empathy in people, in right? Before one star reviews. <laughs> but but like they they do though, right? Like when you're when you're put into a character's positions, when you have to put when you have to step into their shoes, you have to be able to uniquely connect with that character. Yep. And and I think that, you know, yeah, if there's a wall that you've constructed in your head like 
and my skin doesn't match his, so therefore I can't connect. Then, yeah, of course you're not going to enjoy that game as much. Dude, but but, these but are that's the, racist. But so. these are the same people who can read comic books and connect on an empathetic level with aliens and people who, you know what I'm saying? And, and no, you're right. Well, and that's kind of the fucked up thing is that you'll hear these, and, and I know exactly where you're going, you, you'll hear these same guys go like, man, I really love the Joker. And you're like, what are you fucking talking about? The dude's a Psychopath yeah. that will sometimes cut off the faces of other people. Even if really himself, you, he cut off his himself. own face one time. And you yeah. really connect with that shit? Like, what kind of psycho are you? Right, you're supposed to enjoy that character for the insanity of Ex- it. Yes. Exactly, exactly. But people don't really think about why they like characters or connect to characters. Yeah, you know, like you'll hear a lot of people. You'll see a lot of people wearing Venom T-shirts right now because uh, of the, the movie, movie. Yeah. right? And they'll say, "Oh, I really connect with the Venom character," and then. They and then yeah, Why, you sit a shit bag. Uh, well, and then you sit them down in front of San Andreas, and then they go, "Oh, I don't really get it because uh, I don't, I didn't listen to NWA growing up." Like, really, you know, <laughs> you expect me not to see the subtext of that? That's like saying today's best throw, you know, uh, today's best hits without all the rap. Like, come right. on, dude, I know what the fuck you're talking but about. But that's what I'm saying, and that and that's when it comes to when people start talking about politics and games. All that basically means is it's not enough white dudes in it. And this, I'm uncomfortable by this. I'm that's uncomfortable what it, that's, by this. That's all it is. And and guess what? I, you know, uh, to 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 quote uh, the the one chick who got fired from ArenaNet, uh, where we are not your emotional courtesans. Like, listen, we don't have to fucking tap dance around your uh, emotional fragility to be able yeah. to make our creative but, but vision. The, but the la- the thing that just irritates me with that is that. Like the politics or not, because not everything Hideo Kojima has said in his games, I completely wholeheartedly agree with. Yeah, and not, you don't have to. And I don't have to. I can still enjoy his games. Yeah. That's what I don't understand is that if you know, if you've been playing Far Cry yeah. your whole life, right? Yeah. And let's say you were an 18 year old kid. So you, Far Cry has always been around as far as you know, right? And you've played Far Cry. And here comes Far Cry 5, and you live in middle America, and a lot of those people that you shooting up and killing look like you, and you're like, whoa, hold on, hold on a minute now. Mm. Wait a second. Hold on. You mean I got to shoot up Americans? Whoa, that's making me uncomfortable, dude. Mm-hmm. But Try playing Spec Ops The Line. That's, well, that's what I'm saying. Right? Like, that's that's exactly at the emotional heart of that game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why that game is so well-loved and well-reviewed. Yep. But... You have no problems with shooting up Nazis or no problem with shooting up. And I'm not saying Nazis are wonderful or anything like that. I'm saying, like, still, you have no problem with the wanton slaughter of other human beings as long as they're at least a little bit different. As long as they look a little different, yeah. Right. And, and, you know, and I can already hear uh, half of our audience groaning and going, oh, here's Nazi bashing Nate coming back out with his liberal (laughs) politics. Hey, to be fair, I think we all identify as Nazi bashers. Yeah, I will will freely freely identify as a Nazi. And, and and Norris, just because I want to uh, uh, point this out, the only time that I felt b- bad during Far Cry 5 was when I shot a dude who had a hostage and the bullet went through him and hit the hostage as well. Uh, well okay, so... You just got bad aim. No, no, no. Thanks for interrupting the middle of my point. Yeah, thanks for interrupting the middle of my point. Nazi uh, bashers. No. What I was going to say was, is that, listen, everyone has a moment where... Hey, wait, hey, hey, wait. What? 
Talison just gifted a bunch of stuff. I saw it, people. but we're not supposed to pause the podcast to thank people for I know, I was what's just going on in chat. To interrupt you. Um, <laughs> so, uh, great, make me lose my point. But the thing is, is that everyone is confronted at some point with something in a game or a movie that they don't morally agree with, even though they enjoy the thing that either they're playing or watching. Right. Yeah. I, right. Grew up, I grew up an anti-war activist. Right. Like, you know, in the wake of 9-11, uh, I was very much an active part of uh, uh, of protesting the Iraq war. But I at the same time loved Call of Duty and Battlefield, and it didn't prevent me or stop me from playing or enjoying the video games that I liked. I even played a bunch of America's Army, and that was yeah. made, mm-hmm. that was that made was actual, by the fucking that army. That was actual propaganda. Exactly. It, and it was literal propaganda. It was a recruitment tool. Yep, yep. sure was. But I had no, I was like, you know what? I I actually think that that's kind of creative. That's it's, I'm, I'm way more comfortable with something like America's Army than I am with recruiters going to high schools. Right. So, you know, like, I think that you you just got to grow up and get over it. Like, if you're confronted with something that makes you uncomfortable, oh, I'm playing Life is Strange and I don't like gay people. Well, you know what? If you like the story, fucking get over it. You know, like, build a bridge and get over it. You're a goddamn adult now. Uh, You know, like, there's gay people. Yes. Sorry. Like, it exists. Max and Chloe kiss. Oh, my God. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, my God. If you're thinking about if you're thinking about going out and marching against The Last of Us 2 because oh, there's, you know, gay relationships in it just fucking take your sign you fold it up into little tiny squares shove it straight up your ass and stay home and maybe you might enjoy yourself game. more meanwhile the rest <laughs> of us will be playing one of the best games probably made this gin exactly and we will talk about it a lot yes all right uh you so, talk about the esports weekend yeah i think we should uh, probably look ahead to our weekend esports uh so uh yeah, yeah i think i've burned myself out on Ubisoft. <laughs> <laughs> okay so we're gonna actually start with the fgc we got the east coast throwdown coming up october mm-hmm. the 20th through the th- uh, 21st gonna have uh, dragon ball fighters street fighter 5 tekken mm-hmm. 7 and justice 2 soul caliber 6 guilty gear blast blue and marvel versus capcom infinite on east hand. coast always goes in man what uh, uh you were actually streaming dbz earlier yeah, this yeah. week Week. What did you get it on the Switch then? No, I was playing on my PlayStation against my brother. Ah, okay, all right. Gotcha. All right. Well, yeah, I'll yeah, let yeah. you know when I pick it up for the Switch, and you have to get it too. All right, for sure. All right. Uh, we also have Jam Festival 2018 uh, had, uh, happening down in Brazil this weekend. Uh, they're going to be playing some Smash and Street Fighter Five. Smash? I, Smash? I, prob- I probably won't make it to that one. It's a lot of the way. Smash? Yeah. No, yeah, you, oh, really you're going to be at the East Coast Throwdown though. <laughs> I, I I want Brazil scene to continue to thrive. Oh, man. totally, I, absolutely. I love seeing I think the fact South, that Brazil's d- d- next I, up, man. I, I love the idea of South America being a growth uh, a growth region for sure. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and then we got to talk, of course, about League of Legends, which is getting underway with their uh, knockout stages. Uh, actually, tonight, uh, the first first match is midnight tonight. Eastern time, that is. Uh, we got KT Rolster playing Invictus. Why did you sound like the narrator from the Duke, uh, the Dukes of Hazard? Like Eastern time. He falls, in, he falls into Eastern weird time, different cadences and voices all the time. That's it's true. so weird. I don't know why no, he just do. started doing those it. Duke Guys, boy, those Duke boys are going to be jumping hay barrels. <laughs> That's at 4 p.m. Eastern. East, oh my God. Eastern time. Eastern that time, is. that is. I was thinking it was like uh, at 4 p.m. You know, it was the, time, uh, the singer for Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Hills, that is. <laughs> 
Uh, so yeah, KT Rollster versus Invictus is kicking it off, this. dude. KT and Invictus is gonna be a great I, match. I legit might really stay up and watch. This. When, I'm, I'm legitimately excited about all four matchups we have. Um, I was gonna say when when's Cloud Nine supposed to be playing? That is Sunday at midnight. Sunday at midnight. Okay, so that's watchable then, though. That's watchable. Uh, yep. Midnight, it is watchable. Can do that. Yes. Uh, tomorrow at four a.m. we've got Royal Never Give Up versus G Two Esports. That's my skipper. I feel like Royal's probably yeah. gonna win that. That's, that's my yeah. skipper. Yeah. Uh, Sunday uh, at midnight, we've got a Freak of Freaks versus Cloud Nine. Yeah. Go Cloud Nine. Go Cloud Nine. But see, you, see you later, Cloud Nine. Whoa, hold, on, hold, on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, because on, both of them went four and two. Yeah, no, I was no, going to no, say no. they're I very think, evenly matched. Yeah. but a Freak of Freaks is probably I don't know, Joe. Would you say third? Probably one of the third best team. Third or fourth best team? Probably the third best team behind KT it, and, and Royal. And Royal, yeah. yeah probably the third best so, team still left. Here, here's the thing. Uh, uh, I don't think that it'll be a sweep. My brother was calling for a sweep. I don't think it no, will be. No, no. I think it'll be a three to one. Here's the problem. Is Korean teams get better in best of fives. Hmm. Like, they play best of fives, best of threes, and best of sevens very well. They get harder to beat in each I was about to say, because they download you, man. Well, they, no, it, It's just the, the inherent style of play that they have is Korean teams are very conservative. They play to not make mistakes. That's why their games end with, like, five kills to two kills, and that's the whole mm-hmm. game. It's boring, but right. it's very, very uh, calculated. Yeah. And so the problem is when you play them in a series – they figure out what they do wrong very quickly, and they work to eliminate those problems, whereas North American teams tend to get a little bit more wild each game. Yeah. Gotcha. So that's why I think American teams struggle against uh, Korean teams. I think we'll take probably the first game against the Freaker Freaks. We'll be feeling real good, yeah. and then we'll see them High storm energy. back one, two, yep. three games against I, us. I totally agree. Yeah. Uh, so, and then Sunday uh, morning at 4 a.m. is going to round out with what I think will be the best matchup, Fnatic versus Edward Gaming. It's the most even matchup. I, like I Edward Gaming, that. I think, is the third best team coming out of China, and I think Fnatic is the best team in Europe, and mm. I really want to see that matchup. And that sounds even. I, I don't know who to pick. I really think that Fnatic might even. win. I think like a fourth or fifth best team in Europe is probably, you know, yeah. or, or a fourth or, fifth, fourth or fifth best team in China is yeah. probably contending for a top team in, as a top team in Europe. Yeah, exactly. So I, those are all like... Really, all four of those matches are pretty good. I think Royal versus G2 is probably the only 3-0 that's in there. But, I, I mean, then again, every time I say something mean about a European team, they shut me up. So, maybe they'll win. Who knows? Yeah. Well, it'll be exciting to watch. I, dude, I've had to put up with 4 a.m. wake-ups for the last three weeks. This, I'm like, midnight, I can stay up till midnight to watch sure. that. Like, that's no problem. Yeah. And then, yeah, I'm going to bed. I'm not staying up till 4 a.m. <laughs> to watch more. Absolutely not. Uh, well, it'll uh, it'll sounds like it'll be uh, an exciting weekend of uh, of esports. So yeah, there you go. Let's talk about a Monday. Yeah. Um, so make sure that you join us Monday for our kickoff of Checkpoint Daily. Again, uh, that's at five p.m. Monday here at twitch.tv slash Checkpoint Radio. We look forward to uh, seeing you here with us Eastern time. That is Eastern. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> uh, so that means you can find us here at uh, five o'clock. Eastern time. Eastern time. Oh, you want? Yeah, and that right, go. Joe. Uh, so I recommend you come down and check out uh, Checkpoint Radio. At, uh, That's Checkpoint Daily, Joe. Checkpoint Daily at five o'clock uh, Eastern time. That is. <laughs> I like it. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, you just combined the Dukes of Hazard announcer with Obama. Yeah, yeah. I thought that's what Robbie was trying to get me to do. Can you do Obama doing like the Dukes of Hazard, like you know, actual read? Uh, well, uh, let me tell you about the them Duke boys. <laughs> they uh, they got in a lot of trouble. You hear? They uh, what, what's the county? Uh, 
I don't know. I don't know. I've not, I don't think I've ever watched a full episode yeah, of Yeah, I don't have, have I, you know, just a big old car with a Confederate flag. Yeah, that's all I know. I'm not very that's comfortable. All I- <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. Not a fan of the car? See? Being I am a fan. confronted with something uncomfortable in media. <laughs> I am a fan of Daisy, however. Uh, I think she's great. I turned it off, but I didn't say it was a shit show. <laughs> Outstanding. Oh, that's good. All right. Well, I try not to outstand it myself. As well, you probably should. Although you would be the one who could get away with it. But Allison knows Hazard County, apparently. Hazard County. Yeah, yeah, right. Hence the Duke of Hazard. Hazard. Oh, okay. Wow. It all yeah, comes all right. together now. I didn't watch it either. Okay. <laughs> We're terrible. I didn't even see that garbage ass movie that they made about it. Where did those uh, hillbillies live? I can't remember. What was it? <laughs> it was uh, somewhere Torrance? in California. Yeah, Studio City, I think. Torrance? The w- Torrance Hillbillies? Was it Bellevue? No, I don't think that's no, right. Beverly was just their last name. <laughs> no, Beverly was Grandma's name. Was it? Yeah. It was actually Hillbully. That's Beverly Hillbully. That was that's their name. I hate that show. Are you fucking kidding me? No, I'm making this up, dude. Oh, okay, I was, I was going to say. Like, I still hate that fuck? show. I never liked that show. I, I saw the, the Weird Al Yankovic parody. That's my extent of knowing about the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of Nick at Night as a kid. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, Nick at Night was, was big in my house. Actually, like, no, growing up when Beverly Hillbillies came on, that's literally when I was like, all right, I'm ready to go to time bed Time to now. go to bed. Yeah. yeah it's time yeah. to go to bed. I, well, like, I, I mean, I've got context for, you know, like Green Acres and sure. like Petticoat yeah. Junction, sort of like all of the stuff that was like tangential to Dukes of Hazard, but uh, Dukes yeah. of Hazard was never really on New- Nick at Night for no, 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 no probably no, no. because of the Daisy Dukes. That's what I probably guess. an issue. Yeah, probably, probably yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Man, the stuff you could get away with back in the day, right? Seventies were a weird, and wild time. A weird, a weird. I don't time. know the things some people get away with nowadays, guys. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah, so, SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. South Park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now BoJack. I mean, I, I, honestly. BoJack's on Netflix. That's different. No, it's on Comedy Central. It's on, oh, yeah, yeah, it's on Comedy right, Central. You're, now. Right, you're, right, you're right. How weird is that? That you know, like, because Joe and I had Netflix commented on, the, uh, on this. Well, like, we were out at uh, uh, in California and we were watching uh, Comedy Central. Yep. And first of all, watching old episodes of South Park and going, holy shit, the things that they got away with. Yeah. And by the way, that show was so fucking funny. Oh, it was. It's brutally funny funny yeah and the stuff that they still get away with is pretty uh pretty remarkable um but then yeah like it was followed up by like one of the early season episodes of bojack like it was like episode three and it was so jarring to be watching comedy central and to see a netflix original pop up on screen yeah Yeah, it was weird It was even more jarring when the episode ended and it wasn't followed up by the next, the next episode. episode. <laughs> that to me, well, I don't. No, think, I get it. I get it. I get it. I legit don't think BoJack would have lasted as a series had it not been for the, the ability bin, to binge it for yeah. the people. Yeah, because yeah. I swear to God, I, I think I hated that show until about maybe six or seven no. episodes in. If I had just seen that episode and then had to wait a week for the next episode, I would have been like, no, it probably would have wasted my time with that. It, yeah. it would have been one of those shows where if you caught it you caught it but you weren't trying to yeah yeah there you go yeah like ugly americans mm-hmm. yeah. that was that show for if me. you caught it you caught it but you weren't about to be like oh i gotta hurry up and get home and watch gotta, gotta, gotta make sure the dvr is on if you dvr'd the beverly hillbillies what kind of sad you life you had the dvds by then <laughs> the old vhs tapes yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. 
All right. Yeah, I think that's going to do it here for uh, the Checkpoint Podcast. Guys, thanks so much for joining us today. Checkpointradio.com is where you can find out more info about the show, as well as full episodes on demand posted every Tuesdays, interviews from past episodes. And by the way, we're working on building a full archive of our interviews. You can find all of that over at Checkpointradio.com. Stay up to date on all the latest by following us on social media. That's CheckPT Radio on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And if you like the show, consider dropping by our Apple Podcast feed and giving us a rating and a review. Checkpoint Radio is a production of Westwood One. Our theme is provided by the band Weird At Last. Big thanks to our producers, Rick Scott and Christine Corpus. For the Checkpoint Radio crew, Robbie Landis, Norris Howard, and Joe Sloan, I'm Nate Bender. Keep listening. You've been listening to the Checkpoint Radio Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, tune into our weekly radio show. For more information and the latest on esports and gaming, go to CheckpointRadio.com. 